Welcome into episode 71 of the Parental Guidance Podcast. 71, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so today we are reviewing Daybreak, Mm -hmm. a Netflix original series. Yes, that that we... Um, that we're going to review for oh, kids. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to we're, – and we'll make sure within the first five minutes that's our new yeah. focus is to make sure we get you all the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, first off, this show is post-apocalyptic. Uh-huh. So this is a, a show in where teenagers are the only ones alive and all the adults have turned into what are called ghoulies. Ghoulies. It's very similar to a show that we just recently reviewed the other day. Uh, book one of mm-hmm. – oh, my gosh. What was, the, what was it called? What was it called? The oh um last kids on earth last kids on earth oh my gosh thank you Jason I was like panicking so <laughs> sorry it, Max it, it was a little bit like that where you know teenagers are alive and uh-huh. the adults have changed into these ghoulies and then it's also not as lighthearted as that obviously oh, this my is no. this is part it's TVMA first off uh-huh. and this is part Lord of the Flies part Ferris Bueller's Day Off, part Mad Max, and a little bit of other stuff that you'll get. There's a yeah. lot of a lot of references that you'll get. For people who love Ferris Bueller's Day Off, they lean in on that in the oh, first it's, episode. It's fantastic. And obviously, what's nice about it is Matthew Broderick is in it. It is. Well, okay, and, and before we go a little bit, we want to explain why we're doing this particular show for the actual kids' show review. Yes. And Jeremy, as the substitute teacher who goes yes. into schools and deals with the teenagers. Yes. As uh, a you teacher. And I both agree. Yeah. As a teacher that is in middle schools and high schools, I wanted to review the show because I know that they will be watching this. This is oh, one of those will. shows that you'll try to have your you stop your kids from watching it, you know, but. They're probably going to watch it. If they're middle schoolers, there's a lot of them that will just seek out this show. Same with high schoolers, and they'll binge watch it. They'll probably try to watch it in class and stuff like that, too. They'll hear other kids talking about it. They'll want to see it. It's just it's going to be one of those things, so I thought we should review it. And here's the thing. Now, for middle schoolers and high schoolers... They're going to love it. This isn't like, hey, will they love it? This is, they're going to love it. They're mm-hmm. going to like, this is like a, a five out of five for middle schoolers and high schoolers yeah. just because of how binge worthy it will be but for if, them. But if it was a movie, it would be R. I mean, the NBA yeah, this is, would, yeah, it's, it, it would, it would yeah, be R because of the It's TVMA. Content. It's TVMA because mm-hmm. of a lot of swearing. Lot not of as much, language. it's not as much TVMA for the violence. There's like some, like most of the violence is suggested or you see the aftermath of it. And it's not as, it's like nothing, nothing, nothing compared to the boys. So oh, don't well, worry. This no. is not Game of Thrones. It's not the boys. It's not on that level. Instead, it's more kind of sometimes there's like a video game violence. Where well, it's, it's, there, not, it's not too crazy. There, but there are some, I mean, there's a part where he's trying to amputate a hand and i mean there there are some parts that get pretty bloody and yeah kinda, but even you're him seeing trying the actual to, chopping even going him on. trying to amputate a hand it's not that it's not that gruesome they don't show a lot his you know finger gets cut off but it's not that bad now most of the time like i said it's kind of video game violence where it's not like mortal Kombat, where you're going to see intestines spew and everything like that and it's yeah. not like all these other shows that are out there where they just they're like okay we're going to show it all because that's how the person died it's not excessively and, gore but no, there's definitely there's, blood there's some but it's not the violence isn't it, for me at least i did not think the violence was was that bad now there are since this is a show about teenagers, mainly high schoolers, middle schoolers and high schoolers that are ruling the area now in California. Now, there's going to be a lot of references to drugs, mm-hmm. uh, killing, gangs, uh, maybe some violence, cannibalism, 
a bit of sex, but they don't show any nudity or anything either. There's I more was talked about slash joked yeah, about. I was very impressed that with this being a TVMA, that they didn't um, they didn't lean into they didn't lean into sex scenes, rape scenes, uh, like people shooting up drugs or stuff like that. Instead, like I said, a lot of it is more or less suggested. And a lot of it they don't go into. It's still lighthearted. It's the, the surprisingly visual, lighthearted. The visual drug use for those who are, are is just centered around marijuana. Uh, or, I mean, or, or slime. Yeah, or slime that is a Edible a drug, slime. Yeah, edible slime yeah. that's like prescription drugs that a devious young lady yeah. entrepreneur, so, yes. <laughs> Walter White wannabe type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so, again, it's there's a lot of stuff that this – this show is, but they don't, they play it, they play with it. And it's very lighthearted. It's not, like I said, it's not as gruesome as so many of the shows today. So for actually for your kids watching this for high schoolers, there's a lot of stuff that parents will probably not want their kids to see, but thankfully this show does not go crazy into it. And if, and if you're one of those parents, that's okay with your kids watching like John wick, or something like that, like in high school. Like if you're okay with them watching John Wick, or and hearing all the vi- like seeing all the violence, like gunshots and stuff, or hearing all the swearing, this isn't that bad. You know, this is like you know that's fine. Yeah. Well, I I know for me, I would. Um, there's no way that my sixth grader would be seeing this. Uh, there's no way that I would allow him to see it until probably you know late high school. Yeah, this that, is like I mean it, it, it's it, like I said. I mean it is definitely TVMA, you know, like I said, for this, sure. you know, I we wanted to let people know because your kids will hear about this and they're going to seek it out because it's a funny zombie kind of uh apocalyptic movie. It's, I mean, honestly, teens rule the world. Yeah, teens teen, rule the world, and uh-huh. there's zombies and, and gangs and zombies. clicks yeah, exactly. and Mad Max. And, yeah, it's it's not Mad Max. This is definitely not Mad You will not see the stuff you see in a Mad Max film in this. No, it's it's a toned-down Mad yeah. Max. You'll see some of the stuff, like, but, again, not that much. Like, honestly. Well, Mad Max had rape scenes and, and, yeah. and much more gore. Exactly. So you don't see all, which is refreshing that even though this is a TVMA show and high schoolers and middle schoolers will be like, ooh, TVMA, mm-hmm. it's not going to be one of the TVMA shows. Yeah. That actually exists. It's not now, something on, that's going to be on HBO on or Amazon side, Prime. If you do like a Netflix kids account for your kids, it won't show no, up. No, this will not I, show I up. I went into my son's account, which he's I have an account for him, but it's the Netflix kids. So he brings his up. It's all the kids stuff. And I filtered, I kind of scanned through it to see if it popped up. It did not pop up there. So the only way they're going to find it is they're just going to have to go to Netflix normal. Exactly. And, so and that, you, that's good. Yeah, that is. So it, at least it's filtered out in that way. I mean, honestly, it's almost, on one hand, it's like they had this idea for a show that they kind of wanted to have for kids. But at the same time, it was like if your kid was Quentin Tarantino, you know, <laughs> yeah. Here's a show for you, but, Quentin. Yeah, but, they, uh, they have it's a. It's, it's a very, little bit. It's a little bit Kill Bill at times, but mm-hmm. at the same time, Kill Bill was very violent. Oh, like oh, and it's no, not to is, that level. Yeah, no, no, it's no, no, not. No, 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 this is not a Quentin Tarantino. This is like a this young is, Quentin who's just a spy. You know, he's in there. He's like, I wonder about these movie things. Yeah, and, yeah no, um, and so. Before I get into my ratings and Jason gets into his, I want to give a shout out to Kyle Sherrick, who actually watched 
all of them, binge-watched them, and gave us his rating. So he said that for adults, he would give it four coffee cups for enjoyability. He thought that was a pretty enjoyable show. You get Matthew Broderick. You get the kind of the Ferris Bueller vibe. There's some mm-hmm. funny stuff, but there's a lot of references because we're older that go way over our heads. And he said, you know, in the kid range, he said, you know, they got to be at least 16 to watch oh, this. Easily, yeah. And he said they're going to... Get this is a five out of five ice cream ice cream uh, scoops for them, which is probably a bad thing because they're going to keep trying to load up more ice cream <laughs> scoops with this show mm-hmm. uh, because they're going to get all the references. It's centered around teens. There's a little bit of drama. There's some like you know kind of a socio political kind of lifestyle stuff that they will get that goes way beyond us at this point. Yeah. And then for me, for adults. I mean, this one, uh, the first couple episodes were like a three and a half for me. They were kind of fun. Uh, After watching the third and the fourth episode, I liked it a lot more. This is one where I'd probably agree with Kyle, where I'd give it a four. I think it was a very entertaining show. It's different. It's not as gruesome as it could be, and they kind of play with it, which I like. And for kids, like I said before, you know, this is definitely a show that I would say is kind of a a 17 and Mm 18-year-old and up Um, in if you have college age kids and you want to watch something with them and you're okay with this kind of like these kind of movies, like, Oh, like I said, if you watch like shows like the expendables or John wick or different, like, you know, uh, Netflix, uh, like TV series or movies that are kind of more edgy with your kids, you know, Hey, that's fine. As long as they're, they're more like young adult or adults. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said before, they're going to love it. It's probably a five out of five, but a hesitant five out of five, a cautionary yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I, I gave it for adults, too. I gave it four cups. Uh, for the kids, I put I put four just simply because some people aren't into the whole zombie thing. Now, it was, it was sort of like one of those, it's, you know, four scoops of ice cream, but more for the right, you know, the right person. The right person who loves the whole apocalyptic you know, zombie vibe type of deal. Yeah. They're, they're going to eat it up. Um, for those that aren't into it, it probably, it probably won't hold their interest as much, but it's definitely a 17 and up type of, of, of series. Uh, it's not one that you'd be like, Oh, you know, uh, uh Billy's 10 years old. Let's watch this daybreak thing. He likes zombie stuff. Uh, no, Billy no. will have nightmares. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Or he'll ask a lot of questions lot that you questions. don't want to be asked. Yeah. And he'll be like, Oh, I learned a new word as well. Mom. Yeah. Uh, oh, Hey dad, did you know? Hey, how come he's getting in trouble with the cops? Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, um, uh, be, uh, uh. Yeah. So anyway, and again, this show, while it's fun, it's not. This isn't like uh, you know going to be Academy Awards like acting and drama and plot and writing. Instead, this is like I said, it's lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It's lighthearted in a weird kind of way. It's very unique. I'll give it that. This mm-hmm. is you know a very unique one because they they go back and forth. It's not like it's not like Lord of the Flies and it's not like Mad Max where you're just put into the world and it's gruesome and it's gritty. Instead. They kind of, they break the fourth wall a lot. They change narrators. They give you different views, mm-hmm. and they they make fun of themselves constantly. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, and that's honestly, I think the first couple episodes, especially, I was like the writing. I was like, oh yeah, 
This is some clever writing, and they you can tell they're like, all right, we're just gonna have some fun with this. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have fun with the whole Ferris Bueller vibe because the first couple episodes you're following Josh mostly, and he's breaking the fourth wall. Then you get Angelica, and she's not she's not into the fourth wall thing. Yeah. She's mm she's not having any of that. She's no. all like, no, it's narration time, you know, mafia style. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, so you get hers. And you said you saw episode four. I've not seen it yet. Episode four was through. was great. Episode yeah. four. For those of you who love Matthew Broadwick, which is me, he just he gets episode four, you know, like and so you get like uh, Principal Burr that whole episode. And <laughs> oh, my gosh, is he a fantastic actor? It's and I miss, so him. Having him I miss him. I miss him. You know what I mean? With, with a show that just is constantly paying homage to yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. to have Matthew Broderick in it playing a, a principal. Yes. is just fantastic. Well, this I show, it. you know, it's almost like. Ferris Bueller decided to write his own Deadpool comic because it didn't go. It's like, oh, let me like I'm going to laugh at some stuff. Oh, I'm not going to do that. But mm. this is funny. Everyone will like it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like Deadpool light where yeah. there's a lot of jokes that are really funny. And like Deadpool, you know, high schoolers figure out have figured out a way to watch it. You know, you can try to like ban it or you can. But, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where like. Maybe I should kind of see what's in this to see what I should like. Everybody at school's talking about it, so yeah, uh, it's one of it's hard anymore with media to completely keep something out. Now, the best thing to do is to talk with your kids about it and say, you know, this is why I would prefer for you not to watch this, uh, and then you're gonna have to have that whole trust slash. Okay, if the trust gets broken, we have exactly. to talk and all that kind of it's stuff. It's just one of those things where yeah. you, you hope you raise your, your kids where either A, they won't watch something that you know you don't think is appropriate for them to watch, or B, that when they do watch something, they're not going to like really take away like a bunch of the negative things from it. Instead, they're going to pay attention to the positive things in a show or movie, and they're not going to... like. You know, be like, ooh, drugs are cool. You know, I'm going to do that too. Or, oh, this is super cool. I wish I could be that person. Instead, you hope that they, you know, take on more of the part of the the heroes in the in these films and these movies, and they take a they take away those values and you know the camaraderie and friendship and how to be loved and all that kind of stuff. And again, like you said, it's it's definitely trust. You know, and mm-hmm. if you've raised your kids with you know trust and there's a good trust you're going to be able to trust them to make good decisions. And you know what? If they if they sneak it and they watch it, at least you have an idea now what's what's in it, which yeah. is basically R-rated material with language, with some of the violence, with uh, sexual jokes and innuendos. Uh, like I said, <clears throat> no nudity. Now we haven't seen neither one of us. Yeah, seen I've, whole seen, series, I've so. seen the first four episodes. So, so far, We're no hoping, nudity, yeah. sex scenes, that kind of stuff. And I don't think it would be from what I've gotten from the series. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't look like they're going to go that route, which is good. Um, you know, and then you've got obviously the the drugs that use and all that kind of stuff. So there's stuff in it that you're now aware of what's in Daybreak. If you find out, you know, they snuck it and you didn't want them to, you at least know what's in it now. Uh, but I mean, for a grown up that's going to watch it with their older kid, if you're into sort of a dark comedy stylings, yeah, yeah, yeah. then this will. I mean, I, I enjoyed. Like I said, I thought some of the writing was pretty clever, and the jokes and the you know the references to whether it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Mad Max. You know, he gets in a card with a license plate that says that's Anagram says Fury Road. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, nice. 
You know, I mean, they even take shots at Mad Max in it and all that kind of stuff. So oh, definitely. It, it's a lot of fun in that regard, uh, but it is definitely M.A. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of it. So Daybreak, it's on Netflix if you want to watch a few episodes. Honestly, if you if you want to screen a few episodes probably of this. a good idea. Like I said, it's probably a good idea, but it should be pretty fun. It's not like you're going to screen something and you're like, oh my gosh, I hate this. It's gross. It's grotesque. It's something that you're like, okay, that made me laugh a few times. I'm not going to let my kid watch it. Yeah, that made me laugh. You know? <laughs> to be honest, I was kind of like, I wasn't looking forward to watching this one. I was like, oh, it's going to be, you know, teens ruling the world. It's going to be kind of cheesy and, you know, down with grownups and all that kind of stuff. And I was surprised as far as the tone and just how they approached it, uh, which is still somewhat, you know, teens rule and parents are all ghoulies at this point. But um, they didn't do it in a way that's like, you know. I don't know. It, you know what I'm saying? Like those. Sometimes you see those teen. It movies wasn't and it's super like, oh, overplayed. It wasn't no. super like. And the acting was better than I expected. Yeah, they didn't. It, it's not. While there are some tropes, it wasn't. It didn't heavily play into every single post-apocalyptic trope. No. And instead, it made fun of a lot of them. Exactly. Yeah. Which is the great part. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, again. This is a, a show that your kids will probably love if they figure out how to wait, a way to get their hands on it. <laughs> so I would suggest watching a few so you know what they're watching. And I think that's it. Any yeah. other words? That's all I got for okay. it. TBMA. There you go. As always, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Jason. We got you back. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, there are a number of ways you can do it. You can hit us up on Twitter at the underscore PG pod. It's our new Twitter account. On Instagram at Parental Guidance Podcast. All together, lowercase, no spaces or anything like that. Or you can email us at pgpconnection at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and to many more episodes. Remember, we got you back. The Parental Guidance Podcast is a creation of Silver Badger Productions. If you would like more information, go to www.silverbadgerproductions.com or on Twitter at Silver Badger Pro.